This is Salesforce Simplified, the podcast from Ad Victorium Solutions. Here's your host, Mike Boyle. Well, thank you for stopping by today. We're going to be speaking with Advic Technical Account Executive Matt Rothman about his history with CRMs and how to utilize data, reports, and dashboards within Salesforce CRM, the things that help him manage his business relationships and close more deals. Hey, Matt, we are so glad to have corralled you for a little while today, you know, to take you away from your own Salesforce CRM. How are you? Good, Mike. Thank you for having me. I'm a big fan of the podcast. Pleasure to have you with us. So tell us a little bit about how you first started using CRM systems. Sure. I've been using CRM systems for a very long time. When I got out of college, I was my first ever sales job was in telecommunications. So I was working for a telecom firm that was actually owned by Staples, the office store. We called it Staples Communications. And it was it was a very interesting situation where we had this like very proprietary system that we were tracking things in. And I'm going to be honest, I used a lot of pen and paper as well. Um, I definitely remember having like sheets handed to me with just names and numbers on it. But of course, you know, we also had your standard CRM system for importing leads and contacts and so on as well. I don't think it was a a major CRM. I think it was just an in-house tool, but I definitely used it. And CRMs have been part of my professional career ever since. Tell me about some of the CRM systems that you've used. Sure. Okay. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a long list. I don't even remember all of them, but I definitely spent a lot of time using uh, the system called ACT. Um, I don't know if, if you're familiar with ACT, but it was, uh, it wasn't SaaS. It was like a locally sourced, uh, I mean, uh, uh, I'm sorry, a server based, you know, locally hosted system. And I remember not only like tracking my phone calls and so on, it didn't have email integration. So I would literally type in act, send email. I also used to do snail mail, like letters out of it. Uh, this was, you know, but way back when where it had a, we had like templates with letters in it and I would do campaigns, snail mail campaigns, leveraging our act CRM system. I of course used uh, Dynamics CRM. Uh, you know, I worked in the Microsoft ecosystem for a long time. So we definitely used Dynamics in its earlier days. I then also used ConnectWise. I was working for a managed service provider and ConnectWise was a very big thing. And the funny thing is everything comes full circle. ConnectWise is now a customer of Ad Victorium Solutions. I also used this product called Stripe CRM, which had an integration with Gmail at the time. Very interesting. It's not even a CRM, but I worked for a, another Microsoft partner that was big in the SharePoint space, and they built what they called uh, SharePoint Lite, where we were doing opportunity management through SharePoint, and I was kind of managing all the context through Outlook. And, and I definitely remember a long time ago working for companies that would have two separate systems one for like your contacts and, and your activities, and then another one for opportunity management. So uh, that was a long time ago. I, I've, and more recently, I've even used a, an open source product called VTiger. Uh, I was doing cons- some consulting work for a nonprofit, and um, unfortunately, they couldn't get Salesforce, they had a budget restrictions. They were a 501c6 instead of a 501c3. So we ended up going, they had open source resources in-house. So we went with VTiger, which was very interesting. And, and 
you know, I'm a Salesforce guy, I'm Salesforce certified, but, you know, over the years, I've had so much experience with so many different CRM systems, but it really didn't truly feel like a platform or anything until I really got into the Salesforce world. Tell me about your favorite way to describe what a CRM is. And I'm sure in your role, you know, as an account executive that you probably, you know, run through this with people when you talk about helping them with a CRM. That's a that's a great question, Mike. And and it's kind of funny, you know, before getting in the Salesforce world, I spent a lot of time in the Microsoft partner channel and ecosystem and dynamics. They were always going after Salesforce. They was always trying to go after Salesforce business. And I always figured, I always thought about CRM in a sales mentality. I always thought about, you know, pipeline or activities and so on. And then we met with a Microsoft executive and she, the way she described CRM I'll never forget it. And and I still say it today, tracking people, places, or things. I always thought of it as tracking customers, contacts, CRM, and then how she described it, tracking people, places, or things just kind of blew my mind for a second. And ever since then, the use cases around Salesforce or CRM systems, whatever it is, has just exploded. And there's so many different ways to use it now. But I always take it back to tracking people, places or things. It doesn't have to be just customers or clients, places, locations, things, inventory management, anything. And it just really it's a simple way to describe it. But it just made so much sense to me. And I still talk about it 10 years later, a CRM is a tool used to track people, places, or things. Well, how were you specifically introduced to the Salesforce ecosystem? That's an interesting thing. I was such a Microsoft guy for such a long time, and I actually went to go work for a customer that had a product for Dynamics and also had a product for Salesforce. And, you know, I was came on board to focus solely on Microsoft and Dynamics, but I kept looking over my colleague's shoulder at the Salesforce instance. And then I started running, you know, having the two systems in parallel doing demos. And I just was like, Salesforce is just, it's just a more intuitive system. It was just a more mature CRM system. So um, I got more involved there and, and, you know, the, the, the company I was working for was on the app exchange. So I kept getting more exposure to the Salesforce ecosystem. And, and then after that, I, w- I just kind of dove in head first and I went to go work at Acumen Solutions, which is a very big Salesforce consulting partner. And that's it. Ever since I have been a Salesforce, you know, spearheaded, you know, act, you know, um, evangelist. And I've kind of left Microsoft in the dust, and and I am Salesforce all day, every day. I can on my LinkedIn, I put it. I'm a Salesforce evangelist, and it was very interesting to me that this Salesforce ecosystem surpassed Microsoft and everything I was doing there, and I'm, I haven't looked back. Okay, so you're a big Salesforce fan. Geek, you got if it. you will. I get it. I get it. Tell me a story about how Salesforce CRM has helped you to sell. Sure. No. And, and you know, it, it, we all have our tools that we use in our job on a daily basis. And CRM has always been a part of that and always putting in my activities and my opportunities and so on. But I went to go work at a smaller recruiting firm at one point, and they had a very defined niche. 
So a big part of their marketing was doing Pardot campaigns. And, you know, they had this, this niche and all these contacts within this niche and they would do these regular Pardot campaigns and they had an integration between Pardot and Salesforce. So I could go in once a campaign went out, I could go into the Pardot campaign, see the success rate, see the open, see the clicks, but then you can drill into the specific Salesforce account or contact records and see six months, a year, two years back as far as the data when it came to these Pardot campaigns. So having this information was so powerful to me where I could send out a prospecting email or make a prospecting call and I could see their history as far as opens and clicks and everything with these Pardot campaigns. So I could kind of see this history and truly understood their level of interest before I called them, before I engaged with them via email or LinkedIn. or And, and it was just having another tool, a cloud, this Pardot email automation tool integrated with Salesforce, it just kind of made me a much more effective salesperson. And all of my coworkers would be like, hey, man, you're really killing it. You're making it look easy. And, and they would give me all these compliments. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, I'm like, look, the data is right in front of me on this screen. And I'm just leveraging that data to my advantage to be more successful in my prospecting efforts. So if I know that you've opened our Pardot campaign every month for the last six months, you know about my company, you know what we do, and we just need to come to terms on how we're going to work together. And, And by coupling Pardot and Salesforce Sales Cloud, I just became a more effective salesperson. Does that make sense, Mike? Total sense. (laughs) And I kind of imagine you even talking to prospective clients today and relaying that story, you know, to them. It's it's just one of those things where you have that data at your fingertips and and you got to diagnose it, understand it before you start your prospecting, before you reach out to these these leads. The more you know about them, the better positioned you are to make that sale. And by having Pardot as your email automation tool, I'm seeing your activity. I know you're clicking on our campaigns. So you already know about me. So we're one step closer to making a sale. You know, it's widely known that when using Salesforce CRM, you gain insights on won or lost opportunities to improve sales. You visualize your sales pipeline. You're able to prioritize leads and opportunities. You understand revenue projections and you're able to track customer cases, you know, for a quick resolution. So, you know, that's how Salesforce can improve your sales process. But for you specifically, Matt, Talk about some other ways that Salesforce helps you manage your relationships and close more deals. A big thing that Salesforce started doing was chatter. You know, we all live in this social media world where we're used to going into Facebook and tagging friends or posting to my wall or stuff like that. So, you know, when I work in an organization that leverages Salesforce chatter, it's just very intuitive to me. I'm like, okay, like this is my business Facebook or my business collaboration tool. So, you know, when I'm collaborating with my teammates, I try to keep everything in chatter. You know, if I'm, if I just close an opportunity or there's some important documents, Hey, let's attach it to the account record. Let's 
put a chatter post out there to the team and, and collaborate here inside of the system. Because if we're trying to collaborate in email or Slack or outside of our Salesforce, things can get lost. Oh, hold on. Let me try to find your email. So if you're leveraging chatter, communities or experience cloud, as they're calling it now, as you're creating that collaboration between not only you know, your teammates, but it's it's very easy to kind of make sure that your organization is up to date on any opportunity you're working on. Or once something goes to closed one, hey, here are their important documentation and you're tagging the delivery team or people uh, that need to access that information. And instead of sending an e- a long-winded email and copying everyone on the email and attaching documents, hey, let's take this communication and collaboration to Salesforce, leveraging Salesforce chatter. Being the uh, Salesforce fanboy that you are, <laughs> that we that we all are, I just wanted to end uh, our, our little chat today with uh, a question about how you feel about some of the recent Salesforce acquisitions and and maybe what some of your favorites are and, and, and why you think these are, are really cool acquisitions. Yeah, Mike. And and. I'm definitely a fanboy. You hit it on the head right there. I call myself an evangelist. Fanboy is a great way to describe myself. And, you know, spending so much time in in the Microsoft world and now over at Salesforce, of course, Salesforce is growing and there's so many acquisitions and new tools out there and and a couple that have just just made so much sense to me. It's one of those things where you, you read the press release and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. The first one, and this was from a couple years ago, is MuleSoft. Now, for people that don't know what MuleSoft is, it's a middleware ETL tool, integration tool that that Salesforce acquired. And, And working in the Salesforce services ecosystem, working for consulting companies, integrations is always a very big requirement. And it's one of those things that is can be very costly. And then there's always the decision-making process on what ETL middleware tool we're going to use and so on. And, you know, the fact that Salesforce acquired MuleSoft just made a lot of sense to me. Okay, integrations is a big part of this. Here's an integration middleware tool that aligns with Salesforce. So Salesforce acquired it and, and I loved it and it made so much sense to me. And I love um, it. We're, we're a MuleSoft partner too here at Advic. You're right. We are, you know, Advic, uh, a MuleSoft partner, and it's a great middleware tool. It, it's, you know, if you're looking to an integration, that 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 is the first tool you should evaluate. When I think of another acquisition that just made so much sense was Tableau. Reporting, you know, just having a, a tool for, you know, analyzing your data. Um, it, it's, you know, Salesforce had that product called Wave way back when, and then, you know, they had their Einstein analytics tool. So the acquisition of Tableau just made so much sense to me. Here is a great tool that has a great name that everyone knows about, uh, business intelligence, analytics, and Tableau just had a great name in that space. And that acquisition just was like, yeah, there we go. Tableau, why not? You know, let's, let's, you know, why let's keep everything in one bucket here instead of you going to, you have sales cloud, service cloud, and oh yeah, we have to go to this other vendor, uh, Tableau. So that acquisition made a lot of sense to me. And then more recently, there was actually two acquisitions on the same day back in the fall, one of which was Slack. We use Slack on a daily basis here. And it, it was a great acquisition just because Microsoft had Microsoft Teams and 
And then, you know, then there was this outlier, which was Slack. So I'm very curious to see what Salesforce does with Slack and and how they can incorporate it into the Salesforce platform. I read an article that when the pandemic hit, collaboration tools like Teams and Slack, the adoption sped up by seven years because people were forced to work from home. And Slack is a great way to just kind of ping your coworker. Oh, wait, here's that document I was working on. Uh, let's get a, a team, you know, Slack channel and so on. So I'm so excited to kind of see how Salesforce ties it into different clouds and whether it's service cloud or sales cloud or anything. I'm, I'm so excited for it just because I'm an everyday Slack user and I'm really excited to kind of see what Salesforce does with it. And I mentioned there was two acquisitions in, in one day. One was Slack. The other one was Acumen Solutions, my former employer. They're a, a services uh, consulting company, just like AdVic. But, you know, I had some old friends at Acumen and I just want to say congratulations to all of you on the acquisition. And, and uh, um, I, I love being part of this Salesforce ecosystem and Salesforce world. And I can't wait to kind of see how the next few years go, you know, and see who else Salesforce might acquire. Well, I know you're jonesing to get back to your own Salesforce CRM. So, Matt, thank you so much for uh, spending time with us today and sharing all of this helpful information. I really appreciate you being here. Hey, th- Mike, thank you for having me. I'm a big fan of the podcast, and um, I love what you're doing here, and, and keep going. It's fantastic. We thank you very much. And we here at Advic have many, many resources related to Salesforce CRM, and I'm going to include links to them in this show's episode notes. You can also visit our website, advic.com. That's A-D-V-I-C dot com. For more information, just search for CRM. And if this is your first time listening to our podcast and you like what you heard, you know you can get us anywhere on whatever your favorite podcast platform is. You can catch all of our episodes there. And we'd be grateful if you told your friends and colleagues about the podcast too. I'm Mike Boyle from Advic. Thank you for joining us for our latest Salesforce Simplified podcast. Our next episode is just around the corner. You've been listening to Salesforce Simplified, the podcast from Ed Victorium Solutions.